Are you a lawyer who desires more freedom and flexibility in your work life? To be more available for your family, stop deferring those bucket list travel destinations until retirement, take care of yourself physically and mentally, or even just have more time for your other passions and priorities. What would it mean for your life if you could continue to practice law without sacrificing in any of these areas or sacrificing your income? I'm Kaylee Jackame, host of the Lawyer on Your Terms podcast. I run a six-figure virtual law practice working less than 25 hours a week. I'm a mom of two little ones and started my practice so I wouldn't have to choose between my vision of motherhood and my legal career. Your dreams and priorities may be different, but if you're curious about how to create a practice that is designed around your most important priorities in life, rather than always having to fit your life around your career, then you're in the right place. You, my friend, are more than just a lawyer and you can lawyer on your own terms. Welcome to the Lawyer on Your Terms podcast. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Lawyer on Your Terms. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. This entire podcast is all about truly lawyering on your own terms, creating a law career that fits your ideal lifestyle, that fits your most important priorities in life, And before you can get to the work of doing that, of building that reality, you must believe that it's possible. And that's what we're going to start with in this first episode, is the idea of having a legal career by your design. So if your legal career isn't what you imagined that it would be, perhaps even it's sucking the life out of you, maybe it's taking time away from your family, from the hobbies that you wish that you could pursue, from all the other things that are important to you in your life. And maybe your priorities have shifted. Perhaps when you started your law career, it did fit your priorities in life. You were really excited about it. You enjoyed your career and things have changed. Maybe you're taking care of an elderly parent or you've become a parent yourself. Life changes, life evolves. But the legal industry is very, very slow to change and evolve. And it can leave us in a place where we feel like we're having to choose between this career that we work so hard to have and all the other things that are important to us. A friend recently sent me a study that was published in the ABA. It was a a study of lawyers, of course. And 28% of respondents said that They were thinking about leaving the law career due to mental health issues, stress, or burnout. Now, those factors probably overlap with a lot of the other reasons that lawyers are thinking about throwing in the towel, but this study was specifically focused on mental health, stress, and burnout. So you have to figure that that 28% is likely higher if you account for all of the reasons that lawyers are thinking about leaving the profession. Plus, That number is just those who were actually thinking about leaving. What would the number be if it included all lawyers who wished their career or work-life balance was different, but they would never even think about leaving their law career? Maybe they would never think about that because this is their livelihood. This is how they support their families. This is what they worked so hard for so many years to achieve. Maybe this is where they perceive their status comes from. And hopefully, maybe their legal career is how they make an impact in this world professionally. So just how many lawyers do you think there are out there who would never even think about leaving the legal profession, but they're still miserable, 
They're still waiting for Friday, dreading Monday, but they're putting on their big girl pants every day and they're doing what needs to be done. So let me ask you, is any of this familiar to you? Are you a lawyer who feels this way or maybe used to feel this way? I remember my first day at my first job after law school. I was an assistant chief counsel for Homeland Security in Manhattan, and it was a dream job. My work was meaningful. My coworkers were quickly becoming friends. I was gaining first chair trial experience before my bar results were even in. And at lunchtime, I would go over to Chinatown, get bubble milk tea and spicy noodles, and then walk back through the park watching elderly men playing mahjong and Chinese instruments. I had a view of the Hudson River from my office, and I was living my dream. I had no complaints at the time about my new legal career, but I was aware of a few things. As I looked around, I noticed, if I'm being honest, that my coworkers who were mothers were stretched thin. And I, when I envisioned my future as a mother, wasn't a mother at the time, I wanted something different for myself. I grew up also being raised by a lawyer mom, and she did things in a slightly different order than I. She went to law school, began law school when I was in preschool. So I have memories of being home with her when I was really little. We lived in a condo complex in Staten Island, New York, and we would go out on the lawn with all the other moms and kids, and they would have Kool-Aid. It was the 80s, and we would play around. And I love those memories. And as I was growing up and, you know, becoming an adult myself, when I thought about what motherhood would look like for me, I was thinking of those memories. But my mom did become a lawyer. I admired her so much in that way. And I followed in those footsteps, too, in a different order. I went to law school before I got married, before I got kids. So as I came into my first job and I looked around at these other working moms, I knew I didn't want to stop being a lawyer, but I really wanted to live out that vision of motherhood. And I had no idea how I was going to reconcile those two. I was just deferring that dilemma until later. I also noticed something else. Nearly all of my coworkers who had been working there for more than a few years looked disenchanted. They were just going through the motions, making it to Friday. It was a J-O-B. A good one, a comparatively flexible one, but a J-O-B nevertheless. I remember noticing that and just knowing that it would not be my future. I had this vague but certain sense that a legal career didn't have to be that way. I actually remember walking through the hallway and seeing this kind of miserable look on more than one person's face and just ha having the thought come to mind of, it doesn't have to be this way. I, at the time, was happy enough, but I knew that if I stayed there, and it really was nothing against this particular job. I think it was a fantastic job in so many ways. It was just really the lack of flexibility in a job that you need to be at for more than 40 hours a week. That's a lot of time to spend in a job if you don't absolutely love it and have a lot of personal investment in it, especially as life inserts possibly other priorities into your life. It's natural and common, I think, for everyone to have that feeling. That's why it's uncommon to really be excited about Mondays.
unfortunately uncommon. So in the next episode, I'll share more about my story from that point in my career to my current situation. But to just completely fast forward to today, let me tell you briefly about what my career and life look like now. I own an IP practice and an online contract template store. I have a daughter who's six and a son who is two. I work two and a half days a week or approximately 22 hours a week. We hybrid homeschool my daughter and just onboarded my first associate. This reality did not fall into my lap. No one called me up or knocked on my door to suggest that this would be a great option for me. And I really had few to no examples of this model when I resigned from my job with a beautiful three-month-old baby at home. I designed this life and this business. And the good news about that for you is not to be cliche, but if I can do it, you can do it. So let's talk about you. Whether you are an employee for a law firm, the government, you're in-house, or you have your own practice that perhaps is just not providing you with the level of flexibility and freedom that you desire, Humor me for a moment with a little brainstorming exercise. If you have a piece of paper that you can grab, that would be great. But if you're driving or walking or cleaning your kitchen, then your mind will be a fine canvas too. Okay, so picture it. It's Monday morning. You don't have a boss because you are your own boss. What would you say your perfect morning would look like? Would you sleep in, go for a run, Drop the kids off at school and head to the gym. Maybe schedule a morning coffee with a friend. What would your perfect morning look like? Or here's another good one for you. If you are a parent of school-aged kids or younger, how would it change your life to be home at 3 p.m. each day? How would your afternoon or your evening routine be different than it is now? And even if the idea of coming home at 3 p.m. doesn't really appeal to you, what if you had the flexibility to be home at 3 p.m. if you wanted to. These questions are pretty easy to answer, I think. They might not seem all too radical, but the impact for most people of the ability to design their mornings and their afternoons is significant. In a more dramatic way, what would a legal career look like if you were to take great creative license to imagine what's possible? Before I launched my practice, I heard the story of a CPA who was married to another CPA, very romantic, and they owned their own firm. They spent half the year living in Bali. And when I heard their story, my first thought was, clearly I chose the wrong career and I should have become a CPA because I would be living the life now. At the time, I did not think that our profession could afford that level of freedom. But then I quickly, with time and a, and a quickly approaching maternity leave, mustered up the courage to ask myself, well, what if a freedom lifestyle business was possible within the practice of law? When I say freedom lifestyle business, I mean a business that is built around the rest of your life, that provides for flexibility, that allows you to structure your business in a way that fits around your personal life and the way that you want to live, the way that you want your family to live. I can save you the subsequent contemplation by telling you that, yes, a freedom lifestyle law firm is possible. You can design a law practice that fits around your most important priorities in life. Technology doesn't just offer remote work or work from home possibilities, but also tools of automation 
that can streamline so much of the work and processes that you will need in your firm and save you a ton of time. In my IP practice, I work with service providers from so many different industries, web designers, educators, project managers, HR professionals, business consultants, and more who earn six figures in their businesses, but work less than 40 hours a week and on their own schedule. Let me once again invoke a truth-bearing cliche. If they can do it, you can do it. As an attorney, you command a higher hourly rate in the marketplace than most of the service providers that I just mentioned, but what you need is a vision and a plan. So when you were in law school considering your post-graduation employment options, there were probably a bit of diversity in paths available, but a legal career is generally pretty far from a choose-your-own-adventure situation. Even for those who choose to go out on their own and hang their proverbial shingle, usually that means renting office space, maybe getting a, you know, a very unflattering or flattering, hopefully, billboard picture of yourself, and working just as much or maybe more hours than you would as an employee. Yet there are so many other service providers out there who have figured out a way to leverage technology, systems of automation, and flat fees to be able to earn a full-time income but work less hours and on a flexible schedule. As lawyers, we obviously come from a very traditional field, as you know, that is arguably one of the slowest industries or professions to evolve with the times. But if you have even an ounce of entrepreneur DNA, any entrepreneurial bone in your body, you can change that and you can change the reality of your daily and weekly life, which has the compound effect of changing your life story over time and even impacting the legacy of your family. Entrepreneurship, like being a lawyer, requires hard work, but what sets entrepreneurs apart is their willingness to bet on themselves, to go left when everyone else is going right, to set down a path because they have a vision without a guarantee. You know, there are guarantees, or at least the illusion of guarantees that come with being an employee too, the guarantee of a paycheck, the guarantee of employment next month. These are guarantees that are an illusion. Really, no one has a complete guarantee of employment stability. And perhaps on average, that might you might perceive that as being a bit of advantage of being an employee. But the truth is that there are a lot of other guarantees. It's a double-edged sword. A lot of other guarantees that come with being an employee. If you want your life to to be different, if you want your family life, your personal life, your ability to travel, just all the things that you mean to do in this lifetime, if you want those things to be different and they don't fit into your existing employment situation or any traditional employment situation, then you are essentially guaranteed to miss those opportunities, to miss out on those memories by staying in your current situation. There's a quote that's attributed to Thomas Jefferson, some debate about whether Thomas Jefferson ever said this, but it's a good one that I'll share with you. It's, if you want something that you've never had, you must be willing to do something that you have never done. We all have a sense of, you know, the longings in our heart, this dream of how we would like our life to look. And even though intellectually we know that 
no one is coming to knock on our door and offer this reality up on a silver platter, I think subconsciously we do consider that that might happen because we don't do anything to make that vision a reality. And the downside of staying in your current situation, the guarantee that comes with employment is if there is a gap between how you want your life to look and how it looks now, if you don't do anything to change that, if you don't do something that you've never done to take the steps to move away from where you are to where you want to be, you are guaranteed to stay where you are. So if your wheels are turning and your heart is racing, or perhaps you're just intrigued by the idea of designing your legal career to bring you joy, alignment, and more of our rarest commodity time, I invite you to continue to join me weekly on the Lawyer on Your Terms podcast to gain clarity, direction, and a plan to design your law career around your most important priorities. I am no different from you. I am no more capable than you. But my journey from where I was to where I am now, it first began with believing that an alternative was possible, believing that there was a different way to practice law, that I, I didn't have to leave the field of law. I didn't have to stop doing what I loved. I didn't have to give up the degree, the profession that I had worked so hard for in order to live out my vision of motherhood. And whatever it is that you are dreaming of, if you're honest with yourself, you don't need to do that either. So I want to take a minute to remind you that you are more than just a lawyer and you can lawyer on your own terms. That's what this podcast is about, to give you the tools, the motivation, and the strategy to make that vision, to take that from a belief to a reality in your life. So I hope this episode inspired you. I hope it did get your wheels turning and your heart racing. I hope you will continue to join me each week as we dive into more really valuable information, interviews with other lawyers who are lawyering on their own terms. So you can begin to shift this idea to a belief, to a reality in your own life. Thanks so much for joining me and I'll see you next week. That's all for today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me and really help us grow. If you would take a moment to go to your podcast app where you listen and leave us a review. If you know a lawyer who you think would enjoy this podcast, please take a screenshot of your favorite episode and send it to them or tag them in a post. And before we leave, I just want to remind you that you are more than just a lawyer and you can lawyer on your own terms. I'll see you next week.